This podcast contains very strong language. It may not be suitable for all listeners. Okay, what would you rather? What would you rather? Welcome to What Would You Rather, the podcast where we play our favourite game with our favourite comedians. Uh, with me, Julia Stenton, and you... Will Duggan. Yeah, that's what a, you. What a lovely introduction, Julia. How are you? Thank you. I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Yes, I'm very well. Looking forward to the episode. I say looking forward. We actually um, recorded it in the past. Bit of bit of the magic of editing will make it look like this is happening before, but weeks ago, really. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Julia, as your co-host, because it's all changed at What Would You Rather. It has. If you listened to What Would You Rather previously, you will notice that there is an absence of Rosa so far. Uh, She's still part of the team, but... She works for the government, and so over the last year has been doing work far more important than the two of us. Yes, we played the game What Would You Rather with Rosa, and it was, what would you rather? Would you rather do your good, stable job at the government, or piss about with us for no money? And she chose option B, the government. Although, you, you're on the front line now. Uh, yes, I am a front line worker, though. I'm bloody testing people for COVID, and it is hell on earth. How many positives did you have today? 15. Fucking hell, that is insane. Out of how many? Oh, about, about 600. Oh, okay. But these are the kind of people that will get on a plane in the middle of a pandemic. So yeah, it's 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 What Would You Rather 2.0, where we are going to play What Would You Rather? If anyone doesn't know the game, What Would You Rather? It's very simple. Julia, please explain the game. Okay, well, it's a very simple game. You've probably played it at school. You give a player two hypothetical situations and they've just got to choose one. Um, you can't wriggle out of it by choosing death. Everyone tries to choose death, but you can't choose death. It's not an option. We've actually improved the game um, by adding a competitive element. Uh, so Will and I have decided which is the correct option. And if the player chooses that option, they get a point. If they don't, but they're able to argue their point well enough, we'll give them a little bonus point. It's just a bit of a fun chat with our pals, really, isn't it? Yes, but the points are quite important. The points are not important. I think the points should be quite important. I think if anybody who's listening uh, listens to episode one, two, and then three, they'll realise that uh, the points both change rapidly, sometimes forget to be ordered, because of editing, yeah. will just appear randomly. It makes... Um, if, you ever, if you ever listen to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the Radio yes. 4 show, yes. it makes that look like Wimbledon. I mean, I think we are very much on a par... With, uh, I'm sorry, I haven't a clue. And I think we're on a par with Wimbledon, so that's nice. There we go. An excellent reference all round. Lovely. It's just it's just a back and forth. A, a volley, <laughs> return volley, backhand, sure. forehand, ace. Have you got any what would you rather questions for me? Will, would you rather yeah. be publicly shamed for claiming to be a nationality that you are not, accent included, or be married to Alec Baldwin? Uh, um, I think I would rather be uh, probably the the nationality thing because I can do a couple of accents all right. Like I wouldn't choose. Mm-hmm. I'm not moving to China for <laughs> for PC reasons, um, but I'm not gay, so I don't want to marry Alec Baldwin. Who's the female equivalent of Alec Baldwin? Tina Fey. No, Alec Baldwin. Oh wait, is mental. Uh, we're talking about a real-life Alec Baldwin, not character. Do you know what this story is referring to? So Alec Baldwin's wife, Ilaria yeah. Baldwin, Ilaria. has mm-hmm. been she from? claiming to be from Spain. However, España. she okay. is actually from Boston. And she's been Boston, rumbled. Uh, Massachusetts. Boston, Massachusetts? Not Lincolnshire. No, 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 no. But she has been very careful not to... Um, how say, not Spanish is she like is she is it like me claiming to be Spanish yes as in her H- Hispanic family Spanish? no oh my god yeah. her dad is a is a Spanish lecturer sure by which you mean a lecturer of in, Spanish in Spain, not a lecturer who is Spanish Spain not Spanish no and her parents live in Spain now see si. but she okay. was born and raised in Boston Massachusetts Massachusetts and now so should I like Rachel Dolezal kind of yes yes but not skin color not yeah why she why why, why has she done that um well there are many rumors but apparently 
this is all alleged, obviously, but Google it. Get Go into that Reddit hole. It is a dream. So apparently she heard that Alec Baldwin likes a Spanish lady and she had her eyes set on bagging a Baldwin. And so she was like, hey, my parents live in Spain now. Is she like... Does she really commit to... Oh, my God. There's a video where she... So she's like a yoga instructor and all-round healthy person. And she's on a morning TV show in America. And she's doing... She's making, like, an omelette. Um, Spanish omelette? Sure. And uh, she's got all the ingredients out, you know, pre, pre-portioned, as they do. Eggs. Yeah. Peppers. Yeah. Chorizo. Yes. And then she gets to the cucumber. And she mm-hmm. says... Oh, how you say cucumber? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's please. It's so good. It's so good. So is he livid? No. Is he livid with her? So he has, he's doubled down and he's gone full fake news on this. He's posted videos where he's absolutely raging at the... Um, the, the lamestream media. media. Yeah. Oh my God. And he's like, check your sources, check your sources. And it's like... And her sources are... Her sources... Someone possibly like, I went to school with Hillary in Boston. Yeah. And literally her name was Hillary. Oh my God. I'm... St- I mean, fair play to her. She committed. Yeah. I I wouldn't go for Spain. Like... Where would you go for? I don't know. Somewhere like... Um, well, my surname's Duggan. Mm. So, Ireland? Yeah, you definitely couldn't but... carry off Spanish, not with your complexion. <laughs> Hola, ¿cómo estás? <laughs> uh, Nor- Northern Ireland, though, because I can do the accent and I can't do, like... If if I go so... down to, like, Dublin, I'll sound like Alan Partridge. There's more to Ireland than this. But I could do... That I, was I, I could probably move... Well, I'll, I'll go to Belfast. Um, or how are you? It's great to be here in Belfast. That's quite good. I'm quite surprised. Yeah, I've lived here my entire life. You sound a bit farmer now. I went to university in England, so I've got a bit of a twang of the West Country. Yeah, Get away nice. with it like that. And yeah, so I w- I'll go to Belfast. Okay. I'm um, buying it. I mean, I think you I think you need a little more brushing up on the accent. No peas for me. Quite good. You go quite deep, don't you? Quite guttural. It's a fucking terrifying accent, though. Very threatening. My friend Liam at university, he used to... Um, what was his Ian Paisley, the Reverend Ian Paisley, oh, yeah. big like Ulsterman. Yeah. Uh, he he once he he said a quote once, which was the Houses of Parliament are a hotbed of homosexuality. My friend Liam used to when he was drunk go the Houses of Parliament are a hotbed of homosexuality. <laughs> was um, he Irish? Your friend Liam? Uh, yeah. yeah, Liam O'Connor. Yeah, he was. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, yes, the point I'd is... I'd like you to go down Mexico way, if you could. Oh, hello. <laughs> You've gone you from some, the deepest... You want to buy some chinchilla queso? Queso. <laughs> That's quite Mr. good. Tequila is okay for me. Yeah, your effeminate Mexican accent. It's is, a little bit racist. <laughs> it's a little bit problematic, but it's quite it's good. Li- but that's the thing, it's acting, it's okay for me. Yeah. You have to remember, it's a vibrant modern country. If you're going to pay the, the cartel by Monday, I'll shoot your kneecaps off. Yeah, but now you sound a bit South African. Oh, you, you bloody prawn. I'm from <laughs> Johannesburg. I've been to Durban. It's all right. I think Gospel Pistorius was given a bad rep in prison. <laughs> okay, let's go a bit more local. Welsh. All right, Deborah. How's it going? What that, the was fuck was that? that was more Geordie. Well, the thing about Wales is, you know, it's... Uh, so north and a south, and I think this is more southern because the northern is a more harsh accent. This is oh, quite Michael quite Sheen, Port Albert yes. kind of thing. I was uh, my favourite role of my own was Brian Clough in The Damn United. <laughs> good film, good, very good film, very good. Accent. Any more accents while we're doing it? I'm quite um, this. Yeah, Scouse. All right, there, mate. Calm down. I can only, I can only say one thing in a Do Scouse it. accent, and that's uh, I'm Stephen Gerrard, and I just want to play fucking football. That is good. Thank I thought you. for a second he'd join the call. <laughs> hey, am I proud of my time in Liverpool? Of course I am. Would I want to win the league? Absolutely. Am I delighted for the boys of the club? Of course I am. Not nice. bad. 
To be honest, this is not how I saw this question going. Yeah, you thought you were going to be like, oh, do your own accent and I'd fuck it up. But actually, I'm a chameleon of voice. Yeah, I thought I could humiliate you on this one. Do you want to hear my China? Yes. <laughs> no, fuck off. End this. Well, well done. I suppose you did that quite well. Good work. Great. But we've got a guest, haven't we? We do. Our first little, guest. Little naughty, bit scampy, Helen Bauer. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. She absolutely crushed the game and the point cr- system. She told us off quite yeah. a lot. There's one of, one of the questions that you're not going to hear because it's been edited out. Uh, she just told us off for being... Told uh, you misog- off. Don't lump me for... in with your misogynistic band. Y- you and I write the questions together. Oh, you don't okay you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. But you'll never hear it. You'll never hear it, women. Um, so it's great. So we've got Helen Bauer. Anyway, let's stop banging on. The point is, we're back. We're back. We've got some very fun guests coming up. Yeah, we have. We have. And we're starting off with the naughtiest one. Also, I'd just like to, before we officially start, apologise for Will's absolute dog shit sound quality in the first few episodes. He sounds a bit like he's living in a baked bean tin. Um, But you'll notice now, his voice is... Smooth, like butter, because he's got a very elaborate, professional-looking setup going. He's all ready to be a proper little podcaster. I've got a little microphone on a little uh, thing and a little recorder. It's on a stick. I've actually got one for you as well, Julia, so when we can finally see each other and I can hold you in my arms once more, um, I've got a microphone and stick for you. I will insist on being two metres apart. Well, forever? Still, yeah. Okay, well... Well, Judy and I work out, I, would you rather hug me or not? <laughs> not. Okay, bye then. What would you rather? I did it again perfectly. Did you do it? I, I will say I did it perfectly that time as well. Oh, well, we'll see. We'll see when it comes to editing, won't we, Will? Can you just promise me, no matter how he's done it, you're going to make out that he's done it wrong? Absolutely. Feminism! We might need to explain to people that Will absolutely fucked the first recording of this. I don't think there's anything to explain to the people. I'm assuming they'll, like, know that already, that Will's an absolute fuck-up, but he basically went out of his way on the Lord's Day, the Sunday, to undermine two women... Please. To undermine two women unnecessarily and then sat back like a cock and was like this is why we should do the clap and it's like well if you want to do the clap you could have asserted yourself before recording but instead you decided to do it in a public facing sphere so that you can undermine people publicly there's that's all it is there's nothing to explain he's a fucking cunt absolutely thank you for having me welcome (laughs) thanks what a great start will this could not have gone better for me really it couldn't have gone much worse for me Shall I do an intro and so you can splice in some of this dog shit after the intro? <laughs> I'll do an intro if you want. I'll do the intro. I'm going to do the intro. You're the guest. Oh, you haven't been introduced intro. yet. Welcome to Julia's show. Will's here. He's a knob. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. We have got a guest today and she is a handful. What? <laughs> You've not been introduced yet. Shut up. We have the lovely uh, Helen Bauer, who we've been trying to for about 10 minutes before we started recording. She's done nothing but shout at me for the 10 minutes. Don't show me five minutes. We started at two o'clock. It's 10 past now. Rain it in. So we're going to have a lot of fun with Helen today. How are you, Helen Bauer? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, he can say what he wants. I know that history will look kindly on me. <laughs> No, I'm good. Thank you for having me. How are you both? Good. Yeah, pretty good. I was I was a lot better before the barrage of <laughs> insults I got during this record. Jo- uh, Julia, Helen, and I have known each other for about four years, five years. And in the yeah. uh, the first time we met was at the Edinburgh Festival, we 2015, 2016, and she decided the first time we met that we were best friends, and then followed me around Edinburgh for a month <laughs> singing a song. Me. You were around every corner, Bauer. <laughs> And she was just singing like, Helen venue. and Will are best friends. Helen and Will are best Will, friends. Will, this is making you sound so desperate right now. I didn't want it. I told her to do one, didn't I, Helen? This, okay, number one, that wasn't exactly how the rhythm of the song went, which is mad that you didn't remember it because it was daily. Best friends for Helen and Will. 
Then... Okay, Julia, can I put this in context of it was my first fringe doing stand-up, doing a split hour with my friend and was doing like a compilation show as well. And I didn't know many comedians because um, I was new, but I knew Will vaguely because he was in the same venue as me. So I decided we were best friends and I sang him a song which made him feel loved and special and he decided it was creepy. But wouldn't you love to have me following you around going like, best friends, I'm best friends, friends, Helen and Will are best friends. I mean, like, I'd rather you so not cute. say Will in the song with me, but other That's than that, a fair point. I think it would be great. How fickle your friendships are, Helen. <laughs> I think I've got a problem with friendships, though. I really force them. Like, I remember coming home from my first day of infant school and being like, oh, my God, I've got so many friends. My brother was like, uh, friends are people who you, who like you, not people you like. <laughs> and I was, like, <laughs> devastated. And I still think I'm in that phase. Like, I assume everyone's a friend. <laughs> I came home on my first day of uh, infant school and said to my mum, who's a lovely woman, I just went, oh, yeah, I've got loads of mates. And she went, no, you haven't. You've got friends. Mates are what you have on a ship. So, all right, mum, I'm, I'm four. <gasps> Back off. <laughs> oh, that's really sad. That's so formal. So it formal. Is. Right, Helen, should we start playing yes. our little cool game? Yes, please. Julie's going to read you ten questions. They're all what would you rather's. But you can't think about it. Just answer gut feeling for every okay. single one. Okay? But the twist is, Julia and I have decided which is the right answer. And we're going to score <laughs> you. So if you choose the right answer, you'll get two points. If you choose the wrong answer, okay. you'll get zero. Unless you can convince us that your wrong answer has some merit. In which case, we will give you one. Oh, point. I'm argumentative. That's fine. Okay, great. I'll win all of them. But Absolutely fine. Y- this is the fastest you can do it. Are you ready, Julia? We're also going to time you. Oh my god, I am so. I if I'd have known this, I would have had a coffee if I was getting timed. It's fine. Let's do it. Just let me. Know, just like. Just so you know, I'm not in peak performance conditions. Okay. Okay. The last thing you need is caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> it's either coffee or prawn cocktail crisps, and I fucking lose it. Right. Let's do it. Okay, all right. Are we ready for the quick fire round? Born ready, go! Would you rather read minds or predict the future? Read minds. Have an alarm go off when you're aroused or get a paper cut every time someone says your name? Oh, alarm, alarm, alarm. Be invisible or be able to fly? Mm, invisible. Be itchy for the rest of your life or sticky for the rest of your life? <laughs> sticky. <laughs> Sneeze and fart out of your arse, or sneeze and fart out of your nose? Arse, arse, arse! Jesus Christ! (laughs) 34 toes, or 34 fingers? Oh my god! Ooh! 34 fingers! Get out of jail free card, for real, or a key that opens every door? Key that opens every door? Cry marbles, or sweat cheese? (laughs) Or sweat cheese? Um... Oh, cry marbles, yeah. Phone sex with Andrew Marr or phone sex with Mike Pence? (laughs) Andrew Marr. Fuck a goat or everyone thinks you fucked a goat? Everyone thinks I fucked a goat. I can't fuck a goat. And (laughs) that concludes the quickfire round. Did I win? Well, well, let's go through it. We'll find out. Oh, damn. I think she's got about half right. Are you serious? Yeah. It was the fingers and toes one, right? I knew I found that one up. You would have said toes. Well, but I was thinking about playing a piano. You started off badly. We'll give you that. Because you read minds will predict the future. We think that's the wrong answer. Yeah. Our reasoning is, when you read minds, you're reading all the negative thoughts and, and everything about you would come out. It'd be horrible. So you're assuming that everyone's got loads of negative thoughts about me. Have you met anyone ever? Not just you, it's in general. Okay, I feel like you're wrong because you're now attacking me, saying that everyone's walking around having loads of negative thoughts. They might be about you, Will, but for me, I'd be walking around and it would be a lot of like, oh my God, what's her story? What's her, where's she going? What's that perfume? Is that her natural scent? Like, that's all I would be hearing. See, this, this shows how insecure Will and I are. So insecure. <laughs> we barely had to discuss it. Yeah, that was a no-brainer. <laughs> no, but let's say you like really fancy someone and like you don't know where you stand with them. Like you would always know where you were at with people, and also like going into meetings, like generals, you would know if they were genuinely interested in the idea or not. Like you would really know where you stood 
in life. You're describing the plot of the Mel Gibson film, What Women Want. Am I actually? (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I could be on stage and I would know if the audience were, like, like pretending to dislike me but actually loving me. (laughs) But why would you want that? I don't know why I want it, but I would. I'd like to know exactly where I stand, for sure. Yeah, but I think... Okay, predicting the future. How has that ever gone right? Okay, back to the future. Disaster. Nearly sleeps with his mum. No one predicts the future and it's not a disaster. Next point. It is a disaster. (laughs) If you know exactly what's coming, you're going to be that mental patient running around being like, there's going to be a bomb in ten years' time. Everyone evacuate the area. Like, your life would be a constant stress of... Like, knowing these awful things are going to happen and not being able to do much about it without everyone thinking you're crazy. Sure, but you could also win the lottery every week. No, no, no. Shut your whore mouths. Listen to my story. Listen to my truth. Let's <laughs> let's say, and I'm thinking as I speak, because I'm just desperate to win this. Let's say, you know when... Right, right, here we go. You know when you have a dream that one of your friends has cancer or is dying... Right, but that person's actually fine. But then you wake up and you're like, "Should I tell that person to go get checked? Like, was it like a sign that I should talk to them?" Oh, and I'm the mental patient. If if you nah nah, it's common. It's common. So basically, this is something you'd be constantly like, "Okay, so there's going to be another nine eleven. I need to yes. warn people about it." And you spend your whole life doing that. And also, you can't win the lottery more than once because people will get suspicious. You spend your whole life being like. That guy that went on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire with the coughs. I think I could I could win the lottery once and then spend the rest of my days on an island and just block out the rest of the world and live quite You think a, a you could life. block it out if you knew that there was a war coming or a horrific car accident coming for one of your family members or one of your close friends, you reckon you'd be able to get through life fine? Tell me. Look at me in the eyes, Julia. <laughs> Tell me you could block that out if you knew that one of your loved ones had, let's say, 10 days until a horrific car crash. Do you reckon you could live but like that? But then also, what can, I do? what can I do about it? Nothing. That's the sad thing about predicting the future. You just know it's going to happen. So it's just I'd a constant... Ring them and... Don't get in a car. You'd or... be spending your whole life waiting for these things to happen and knowing it's going to happen. It'd be horrendous. Also, I'm sorry, but I'm a big fan of the element of surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's done a bloody good job, Will. I'll give her a point. I disagree with her because I think that if a war was coming, you could just walk into like GCHQ or Vauxhall Bridge, MI6 and go, listen, I can predict the future. You can test me because you could. You go, right, there's going to be a bomb in wherever tomorrow. And there is. And you go, see, I'll be a very useful asset for you here. But then you're just a puppet of the government, aren't you? Forevermore. Aren't we all in a way? I still think it's a miserable way of living. All right, you can have a, you, you can have a point. Fine. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is a podcast about how manipulative women can be, I reckon, <laughs> at the core of it. Because like, to be honest with you, I've been given my point now, but I actually agree with you on second thoughts. <laughs> but fuck it, I'll take my point. Carry on. Take your point. <laughs> Question two. Alarm yeah. goes off when you're aroused or paper cut when yes. name is said. You yeah. said alarm. We yes. agreed with you. Yeah, it's there's I can't handle those many paper cuts because I can avoid situations of being aroused for the most part. You get it. It's I'm I win. I'm smart. Your name is said more often than you are aroused, and even though it'd be annoying, there's nothing wrong with being aroused. But also, and I mean, I've known you for roughly twenty three minutes by now, Helen. It's been great. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess, and I'm gonna say that when you are aroused, people generally know. Would that be right? Ding, 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 ding. If you mean that it's a gush of moisture, which no, cannot I mean, be like... missed. No, 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 no. I get what you're saying. I don't wear blue jeans. I wear black for that exact reason. Next question. Sure, there we go. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I do. I tell everyone. I'm such... The mouth on me, it's insane. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Two easy points there. Well done. Great. Next one. You got this one wrong, we think. The question was, would you rather be invisible or fly? Here's our problem with you saying invisible. Julia, okay. tell Helen the issue. It's always the creep's answer. It's the creep's answer. Always used for nefarious reasons. Whereas flying, you're just off with the birds having a lovely time. The only thing you can do invisible that you can't do visible is things you're not allowed to do. 
You're getting into places you're not supposed to be and have no right to be. You're a pervert, Bauer. You're a fucking pervert. How come if I was going to use my invisibility to go and spend some lovely time in Disneyland? Out of hours. You're not supposed to be there. Does it matter? It's a magical kingdom. It's welcome to all. People die in the magical kingdom. <laughs> and they charge quite a lot of money, so it's not welcome to all. But then, yeah. it's, this is the thing. If I'm invisible, I can just go whenever I want. I could sleep at the London Aquarium. Like, the adventures and scrapes I would get into would be so much fun. I could spend, like, a week at the Shrek Adventure on South Bank and get away with it. Who doesn't want to do that? Me? Yeah, the same. <laughs> you can meet I. Shrek and Princess Fiona. But they don't know that they're meeting you because you're invisible. Oh? Yeah. You can be in a room with them. Don't you dare. Don't you dare, Julia. Tell me what I'm going to do with my invisibility. <laughs> you're going I to do nefarious... No, you no, tell us what you're going to do. Julia, you're breaking Julia, into Disney, Julia, Shrek, Julia, Will, the aquarium. Please, give me a second. Julia, I'm not a fucking moron, okay? I go into the Magical Kingdom or the Shrek Adventure invisible. <laughs> I undo my invisibility when I'm at the front of the queue, get my picture, get my meet and greets with the princesses, and then off I go invisible again. How are you right. not understanding this very simple concept? Just to be really clear, there was no part of this in which you said that my invisibility or flight would have to be a secret. I'm telling everyone. We're aware of that, right? It's, yeah, it's like, not a secret. It's I fun. can't keep that secret. Are you kidding? I can I can put my own nipple in my mouth. Do you know how long it took me after I discovered that to tell everyone I went to school with? <laughs> Five minutes. <laughs> Toilets at break, straight out into the lunchroom. Guess what Helen Bauer can do, guys? Nipple in mouth. Do you want to see? Like Left or, left or right or both? Both. Very impressive. <laughs> Thank you very much. I feel like we should give an extra point for that. Yeah, yes. you're not getting your point for invisibility. You're a pervert, but you can have a point for your old nipple teeth. I'm not like I'm not sexually assaulting Mickey Mouse. Good. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bare minimum that we should expect from people. Itch your sticky. You said sticky. I hate being itchy. Yeah. Uh, we said itchy's right because feeling itchy is what happens when you are just itchy. But you can sort it out by itching. But feeling sticky, you're not sticky, so you can't wash it away. It's just perpetual. No, I'm sorry. You're, that's absolutely moronic. An itch is the worst thing in the world. And even talking about itching, I now want to itch. Can I have a point, please? <laughs> Give her the point, Julie. You're in charge. I mean, she's got a point. Mosquito bites, they can keep you up. You're so distracted. You're not even present in conversations. You're thinking about it. Also... If you're constantly itching, you're going to be constantly like having nits. Like your social life's going to be very, very difficult. It's it's going to be an absolute chore. So, do you think that you could forget about the stickiness easier than you can forget about the itchiness? I think if I was sticky, I would just really I'd embrace it. You know, like in Matilda when it's like it's time to get sticky with Mickey, and it's that like guy in like a tube and all the money's flying around and he sticks it to him. Like I'd make that my whole thing. Like, here Matilda... comes Sticky Helen. Matilda That's the That's a film, very specific me. reference, which Julia, that's... I think, got. <laughs> no one else did. You know in Matilda with Mara Wilson and Danny DeVito? Yes. And she's the family are all watching TV before she blows it up with her mind. And it's that is right. such a niche reference. Fair <laughs> enough, Helen. Niche. Do you know what? Two points. Two points she's for the She's done reference. it again. Well done. Yes. Bloody hell. This, this is the nice thing about uh, Helen Bauer. She doesn't shut up a lot because she covers a lot of points. And within it, there's always points that you like. I just did a panel show and they gave me, I had the most points out of anyone who's ever been on it because the hosts were scared of me. How good <laughs> Have is I got that? news for you? <laughs> no, it was um, hypothetical. And they were like, you can have every point because we were too scared to not give you a point because I was just arguing everything. <laughs> And it's but great. Josh Whittaker and James Acaster are such alpha men. Why were they scared of you? James is terrified of me. It's brilliant. <laughs> so next question was right. sneeze and fart out of your ass, or sneeze arse, come on. and fart out of your nose. You chose ass. Yes, Which correct. We completely agreed with. That is the correct yeah. answer. Only because I recently vomited and farted at the same time whilst naked, um, asked to leave in bed with a guy without closing the doors behind me because I was in that much of a rush to vomit. And I would have rather it all came out the back end because I felt like I was a, an exploding horse. <laughs> so I've been there. This is personal experience and we're all correct. <laughs> Can I have a point for being vulnerable and sharing that story? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you. I absolutely adored that story. Me too. <laughs> Should we name the van? Um, no, the, the man, unfortunately, uh, the relationship has now ended. Has it? <laughs> and I think what we can confirm is he did uh, witness the whole um, farting whilst vomiting naked to buckle, um, even though he did promise on the night that he had not witnessed it. <laughs> Did this sure. happen at your house or his? His house! <laughs> <laughs> it's been a really tricky year. <laughs> well, if you're listening, mate, um, you've missed out on a real classy girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he regrets it. You can, I could just tell already. <laughs> hey, it's earned you a point, so... Yeah. yeah. Uh, it... <laughs> the joke's on you the right answer. Yeah, that's right. Who wants love when you can get... Yeah, you know, you're right. I'd rather have the point. <laughs> Absolutely meaningless points. <laughs> Love's meaningless in the end, though, isn't it, really? Oh. Wow. Jesus. Okay, okay. next up. Merry 34 fingers or 34 toes. You said fingers, and yes. we agreed. Yeah. For the exact same reason as you, to be fair. Piano. Pianos. I think pianos and also it's just more interesting. I feel like the toes thing would be like a nightmare, just constantly shoe shopping and stuff like that. And you're covering them up. Like, I think just wear it, own it, look at my fingers and think of all the rings and accessories you can get. It'd be so much fun. What's the next question, Julia? Next one is a real get out of jail free card or a key that opens every door. Door. We disagreed. Okay, right, go on, let's hear it then. Same reason, you're wrong. the key is for perverts. The only reason to have a key for doors you shouldn't be able to get in is to say, it, listen, people who say invisible over flying say key over get our jail free card. Perverts and nonces. Yeah. I can save lives with my keys. Someone gets locked in, there's a fire, people can't get in the building, people need to get something out. Baby locked in the car, I will always be able to help any situation. I would hand the key over to the state. And make a how difference. How many times in your life? How many times in your life has there been a baby locked in a car? Yeah, or you, <laughs> you you've been past? the only person outside a locked block of flats that's on fire. <laughs> I'm yet to have that as a lived personal experience. Um, <laughs> I am a creative mind. Sure. Um, I have been there in imagination, which I feel holds a lot of clout. So you're going to hand this key over to the state. You're not going to save lives. You're not going to be the <laughs> custodian of the key. Oh, I'd lose it day one. It's not worth it. I don't <laughs> want it. <laughs> I don't want it. Like, unless it's like permanently on my person. So if there was a way that we could like have it indented into my skin. It's your little finger on your left hand. Are you serious? That changes everything. It's the same that answer. That is amazing. Same, <laughs> same answer, answer, but just a new level of joy. <laughs> You'd never be locked out ever again. It'd be amazing. Every door, every door, any locker, every door, anywhere you go, any job where you need to open up, like, you could just constantly be on it. It'd be amazing. What do you think, Will? Has she convinced you? No, I don't think so, but we're a democracy, and you two are absolute bum chums. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, I, I totally agree with you that it would be very handy, and the number of times I've left the house not checking whether or not I have a key and it bit me in the ass. But I could not pass up a get-out-of-jail-free card. Well, is that because you want to commit a murder and you want to be able to just get out afterwards? I don't think murder, necessarily. But maybe a large-scale fraud. Civil disobedience. Is that what you would choose? That's such a waste. I think more people end up going to jail for things they didn't do. Totally than are stuck outside cars with babies inside. <laughs> it's a more practical thing to have in the world. I think I am not, whilst unlikely to go to jail, through all of my lovely privileges, being British, white, male, straight, it could happen like that. And I've never, I've only ever seen one building on fire ever. So you wouldn't keep it as an opportunity to do something bad. You would keep it as a just in case. I keep it as both. But once it's done, it's done. Once you've spent yeah, it. Yeah, well, the first thing that comes to happen. So let's say that, I mean, do you, know, you know, the first time I need, I think I'm more likely to need it. I'm very boring and pragmatic, though. 
I just think, like, what you've done is you've put your life, classic man, am I right, Julia, above those of babies burning in buildings? That doesn't exist. I don't live in a 1980s action film. But that is 100% what you've done. You've put yourself above, like, an old woman locked out of her house as her husband dies of dementia inside it. You've turned invisible to go and meet Shrek ahead of a Starlight <laughs> Foundation And Fiona, don't you make out it was just Shrek? It's the whole gang. Not even Donkey. Well, Donkey's there, sure, but he's an animatronic. Yeah, the point I'm making is <laughs> you have done worse than me. No points! Unless Julia wants to give points, in which case I'll find Julia, can I have a point, please? Of I'll be really nice after this. Thank you! This is the best game ever. <laughs> Only because it's making Will's head go redder and redder every time I give you a point. <laughs> okay, Helen, would you rather cry marbles or sweat cheese? You said cry marbles. We yeah, agree. Move on! <laughs> Okay, phone sex with Andrew Marr or phone sex with Mike Pence. You correctly chose Andrew Marr, well done. Thank you, thank you. And then fuck a goat or everyone thinks you fucked a goat. You chose the wrong answer. Everyone thinks. No, come on, can you fuck a goat? They've got those little square eyes. It's, I can't. I, I... But no one would ever find out other than you walking into every gig. Do you know that Helen Bauer fucked a goat? <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, of course you didn't, Helen Bauer. Whereas you have, what, seven uncomfortable minutes and get on with your life. I don't even know where I would start with fucking a goat. The dick. Could we, <laughs> could, could I just do hand stuff? No, no, the goat's going to, you know, Penetrate. it's fucking a goat. Yeah. It's entering me, okay. I mean, or you can enter it, it's up to you. But penetration must be... Yeah, could I fist, be... I'd fist the goat. You can fist the goat, I'll allow it. Oh, then that's great. I thought you meant like a full-on, like, penetrative, like, you're going to get goat babies, <laughs> like, thing. But if, if I just have to shove a fist up its ass, I'll do that. I thought you were going to go down a more sensitive route of worrying about the goat's well-being. You've gone for the complete opposite, more violent approach of just fisting I'll it. fist it. I'll fist it. Yeah, yeah. No stress. <laughs> I'll fist it. If we, if we count that. Do you want to change your answer to yes, then? Yeah, I'd like to change it to yes, if I can just fist. <laughs> but I don't want to do, like, a rim job. I don't want anything, like, oral. <laughs> if we elevate a pitch this podcast now, someone's decided that they, in fact, want to put their fist in a size of goat anus, and that's earned them the maximum amount of points. Just to be clear, I didn't decide that I wanted to. I decided no, it was did. the lesser of two evils. <laughs> you actually came up with your own option. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not craving putting my fist inside of a goat. But you know what? Fuck it. You've, you've, you've manipulated this the way that you want to. Apparently I want a fist to go. Happy birthday to all of us. <laughs> you did say I'll fist Prove it. to me the goat won't enjoy it. <laughs> Prove to me it will. I, I, I think the sort of the burden of proof's got to be on you there. Officer, I can see I've got his fist, but look like he's not enjoying it. But with my get out of jail free card, you just show him that. Carry on with your life. Go and meet Princess Shrek and Fiona. Princess Shrek and... Oh, bless oh, We'll, we'll discuss this later. <laughs> you embarrassed yourself there. Yeah, you made an absolute gun of yourself. How many points did she score? A hundred. Eighteen. In hundred and four. Eighteen out of a possible <laughs> twenty. Yeah. I'm so good. Very well done. <laughs> I know. So how, how do you feel to have scored 90% and the last thing you said was, I want to put my fist up a goat's anus? I stand by everything I say. You're an absolute dream. Uh, <laughs> what? We're going to ask you some questions now. It's exact same format. Which one would you prefer? We want to hear your working before you answer, okay? Okay. Question one is, would you rather have your nudes leaked online or have your parents learn your porn preferences? Nudes leaked online. They're nudes. They're tasteful. I can be in charge of how I take them. It's fine. Wow, that was so quick. You've answered the long form question quicker than the... <laughs> because that, for me, is really obvious. I don't want anyone going through my Pornhub history, but particularly a parent, like, ugh. But I definitely, nudes, like, I can take really, I would be more careful, take really tasteful ones. If anything, get them out there, you know? Do you think that would help or hinder your career? As a person who is fully aware that there are pictures of me topless on pretty much every comic's phone 
because of my insistence of taking my tits out so often, it's the damage is done. You know what I mean? I think 100% of the people on this podcast that aren't you haven't got pictures of you naked on their phone. Within 10 minutes, I will send you over 60 of me over the years. <laughs> All you had to do was ask, Will. We've got what we wanted, Julia. Let's get on with it. <laughs> but tasteful nudes. Of course, I'll send, like, put nice nudes up on the internet. That's fine by me. You don't mind family members seeing... Well, I'd, I'd, I'd like to hope they weren't searching for them, to be honest with you, Julia. <laughs> I can't imagine my dad sitting at home being like, Helen Bauer tits, <laughs> typing that into the computer. You'd hope not, but they might be... You may not even need to, to put tits in there. It might just come up, Helen Bauer, boom. I know, but really, my dad's never been to a gig. I don't think he's Googling me full stop. <laughs> Do you think there's no Google alert on his phone? I don't, I don't think so. I, this is a very simple man who works in sewage. You know, before that, he was lawnmower at Chester World of Adventures. I don't think he's he's Googling. I just don't think he's Googling. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, we agreed with Helen. We, yes. We, Cut and dry. We put quite a bit more thought into it than Helen did. But yeah, two points. It's not my fault I get to the correct answer faster. <laughs> what a brick. Would you rather your partner says the wrong name on your wedding day... Or you say the wrong name. In the ceremony. Yeah. The whole Ross and Rachel situation. I'd rather say the wrong name because I think I could make out that I was doing a bit. Like, I think I'd be quite quick to improvise out of it and make out that I was, like, referencing the Ross and Rachel thing. But what if it's the name of somebody that your partner is already um, anxious about? Then I will I will 100% have misjudged the joke, but as someone who has misjudged the joke in several circumstances, including family funerals, over the years, no one's going to be, like, freaking out. And I'd rather have people saying to me, like, oh, my God, like, how could you do that? Then people coming and pitying me, being like, are you okay that they said that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd rather have the burden of blame on me right oh weirdly we said that yours is the wrong answer for the exact same reason as in it's they're just as bad as each other but at least in this one you haven't got the burden of blame you can be righteously angry because they fucked up i don't think you've done a good uh, sorry zero points i mean it's the selfless answer you've given there but thank you we're selfish i'm also assuming that my powers of improvisation are stronger than my partner's yes true <laughs> i just always assume that like i would be quicker on my feet what well here you go here's quick on your feet would you rather fight one hungry dog or eight feral cats one hungry dog reasoning i've been bitten by a dog before and it was painful and it was fine shit where did it bite you i know on my hand but i know the i wouldn't the element of like terror and fear would be gone because I'd know what was going to happen, you know? How do you think you'd go with the fight? Uh, I would do what I did, which is run away. <laughs> I just ran. <laughs> no, you're in a ring. You're in like a cockfighting ring. You've got to fight this dog. <laughs> like, I've got to punch it? Yeah. Well, yeah, otherwise it's going to eat your throat. I'd probably... You can fist it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'd tickle it. I would tickle it to death, and then I'd slip her fist up last minute. <laughs> So you're sexually assaulting the, the dog rather than fighting it. Yeah, but it's just one dog. Eight cats. Like, yeah, those things eight work cats together. Would be a real challenge. Oh, no, don't make out it's a real... With 30 fingers, I'll fucking do that easy. <laughs> and she's invisible. <laughs> 30 fingered invisible Helen. Here she comes to fist eight cats. No fucking stress. Give me five minutes. I'll do it in the Magical Kingdom. So um, which one are you doing? The dog or the cat, then? <laughs> dog, dog. Just saying I could take the cats as well. We agreed, dog. Correct answer. We gave, we didn't give any of that reasoning. Okay, well, I don't think you've been bitten by dogs. I think our reasoning's better, but fair enough, like I can't. Also, shout out to that one night stand whose dog bit me. Thank you so much. What a great night. Whoa. It was really fun. You need to write a book of your one night stand stories because you're too good to do it. it. No, I was seeing the guy with the fart. <laughs> that was like a... Oh. Right, this is an ethical question. Okay. 
Would you rather accept a million pounds if it meant that somewhere, someone had a really bad accident? You can change the amount of money and severity of the injury. So obviously, like, the less money you get, the, the okay. less severe the injury. Or not. And that's five possible points. I would like to receive £10,000, mm-hmm. two and a half of which... I will give immediately back to the person for an injury which I'm assuming will be something around a broken leg mark. Yeah. I think that's so fair. they get money, they get two and a half grand. Seven and a half grand is left over for me. Two and a half I'll then put into the hospital that does his care. Oh, it's a man, care. is it? You get your own? <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm injuring a man. It's you, Helen Bauer, and her agenda. And the five grand I will use for me for like. Face masks, pedicures, manicures, uh, I want a cape. Like, just d- bits and bobs. Sure, the essentials. <laughs> nice lampshades, end tables. <laughs> £10,000. Yeah. Two and a half grand going to the hospital that gives the care. Two yeah. and a half grand to the injured party. Yeah. Five grand Helen Bauer. For my and bits and bobs. Earrings, yeah. Oliver Bonus stuff, tat. Yeah, Stickers. Yeah, yeah. I love stickers. I've got enough, though. I've got, like, five books full. Candles in the shape of exotic animals with glitter in the wax. You see me. You see me. (laughs) And the injury you're given is a broken leg. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a very ethical answer. Yeah. Everyone wins. Everyone wins. But my only problem (laughs) with it is is that you've, uh, you've equated... The financial recompense for being your leg broken, half the amount you need for Oliver Bonus stickers. Yeah, because the leg broken's awesome. Signing the cast, getting to go on crutches, fun attention from people, doing all those Facebook statuses like in the hospital, not saying anything else. Like you, there's a there's an emotional reward. Whereas I've gone through the emotional torture of having to make these choices. Yeah. So I'm gonna need some like. And also, that's two and a half grand that that person was not getting. Exactly. Exactly. We're all winners. What score do you think that she deserves for that, Julia? I mean, I think that was a concise answer. Thank you. Very thorough, ethical. Thank you, Julia. I'm I'm happy to give the full five points. Thank you. No. Are you serious? I think that you have undervalued yourself then, and a true renegade worthy of five points would have gone 100 grand and something a bit worse. I think you've done the coward's answer and you can have three. Well, then I'm going to I'm gonna go four. Okay, so I'm going to go I'm gonna go ten if we're all going <laughs> to pitch in and give me a nice let's round it up to seven and leave it there. Back down to three for sass. <laughs> okay, so I'm getting punished then for being sweet and... Yeah, you're being too to nice. A life-altering incident. Well, no, I think you're right. Going for the million is too selfish... That's you could have given yourself ten percent of that, or in a hundred grand. You went for one percent. I don't want them to have any internal damage. I don't want any bleeding out of organs. I also think breaking your leg is quite a big thing. I think that would earn more than ten grand. Well, then I'll take more, but still the fifty split into the two twenty-fives. Four points then. Thank you. Fucking hell. Thank you. I appreciate that, guys. No, genuinely, that means a lot. What? Final section, Helen Bauer. You received mm-hmm. eight points. Thank you. I'm doing so well. Helen, do you have a question for Julia? Yeah, I do, but it's about sharing your Pornhub history, and I feel like you sort of covered that a little bit. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather have your Pornhub history published online? For anyone to see at any point they want, they've got to go to www.willduggan.com, juliacentre.com, and it's there. Or have your first sexual experience on, like, a TV show where everyone can see it. Like, you figuring it out. Oh, that is so good. And Dawn Porter's hosting. So not my actual first sexual experience... Actually, yeah, your actual first sexual experience on TV with Donna Porter hosting. I, uh, that one, the, the sexual experience one. Really? You would rather that than your, I would, I'd go the first one. 
whilst there's nothing dodgy on my history. That's all I'm learning right now is that your history must be fucking... We've all gone too far in a kink. But it's more that that everybody's first sexual experience is just a car crash, really. At the time, you might not think so, but looking back, it is. Like, so it would be like, oh, yeah, that's what mine was like. But like you say, if 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 I get off the beaten path... (laughs) The beating path. <laughs> I don't want anyone knowing. You you know, you follow the rabbit hole and you go, I don't want to be here. <laughs> that girl doesn't look happy. But that's not you. That's At least you're separating yourself from it. And you can be like, oh, but some other people will watch the same thing inevitably. This yeah. is you. This is footage of you and your little penis and well, all the things on. it got up to. Like, come on. I've, no, I, I honestly think that that is, that's that's what I want. You're insane. That's the insane if, if, option. If anything, someone call Dawn Porter. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> do you have the raw footage? I can remember it. All eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, if any men are listening, like, keep it to eight seconds. We we don't need to elongate the penetrative process. Like that whole, like trying to last longer. I don't know where it came from or where you got it from as an accolade. Like we, we want it to be over with so you can just focus on other things. Um, so you don't need to last long enough. Like we're good. Eight seconds. We're happy. Just like a little PSA. <laughs> we'll put that out as like a separate little promotional. Uh, I seriously yeah. think it needs to be spoken about more. <laughs> But like when you know when guys like really dragging it out and it's like just come. Maybe their nerves are going to vomit and fart on them. <laughs> They're always nervous. I threaten to break banjo strings like no one's business. Oh my god! Well, <laughs> I'd like to apologise to every man listening to this, but it is funny. It is funny when you've got like a large woman screaming at you in German that she could break her banjo, your banjo string with her cunt. It is. It is funny. I mean, do tell us what that is in German. Tell us what it is in German. Absolutely. No, I just say it in English. I just say it in English. Obviously, I don't know what banjo string is in German. Ein Stringer die Banjo? (laughs) Yeah, I can sign. Yeah, naturally. (laughs) Ausgezeichnet. Well, let's finish now, I reckon. Now Now that Helen has said the phrase... A large woman telling you she can break your banjo string with her cunt. I don't know where for us to go. We've hit all the hot topics, I think. Fisting cat. I've had a lovely time. Good. <laughs> Helen, do you want to plug anything? No. Julia, do you want to plug anything? No. Will, do you want to plug anything? No. Great. Well, it's petered <laughs> out here, isn't it? This has been so much fun. Helen, what's your socials? Tell everyone your socials are. Oh, it's um at Helen Bauer. But there's a B-A in between Helen and Bauer. So it's at Helen the Bauer. Um, but also follow the other Helen Bauer. She's great. She's really nice. Does she get a lot of uh, confused followers? She did for a while. Not so much anymore. But we've met up a couple of times. She's very nice. Oh, wow. She lives she in really? Germany. Yeah, yeah. She lives in Berlin. So I used to live in Berlin as well. So we became friendly. And then I would give her free tickets to shows because of like being tagged and that being annoying for her and then we became friends <laughs> well that's lovely yeah she's the best hallush and helen right bye then helen oh, bye right, then so julia go bye, then. Will. bye, bye will bye julia what would you what? rather is hosted by julia stenton and will duggan music was composed what? by holly buhaya and artwork by hannah styles whose information is in the show notes Send us your what would you rather's to what would you rather at gmail.com. And don't forget to like and subscribe. What would you rather?